Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hardly Kayfabe. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your co-hosts, alongside today with Chris Chavez. And Johnny Townsend has been fired. Uh, this is... He's just—he's just a bad guy. So yeah. he's gone. He's gone. Uh, originally, we were going to have him in in the main event today, uh, but at the very last second, as you and him were squaring up in the middle of the ring, uh, we heard "No Chance." <laughs> Music kicks in. All of a sudden, you see McMahon on the end. Looks Johnny square in the face and goes, "Nah, you're fired." But he is confirmed to be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. I re- I was hoping we would go with the limo thing. Oh, the limo deal. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. We got a good storyline. But uh, yeah, Johnny Johnny's out this week. Yeah, he's he's been pinned by the uh, the good old flu. Yes, flu's making the rounds, hitting the territories, <laughs> taking guys out here and there. It's insane. <laughs> I love it. We have the best intros and, oh, and storylines to write people off TV, then bring them back. Uh, but yeah, we're back. I'm back. You're back, dude. Back. So you've been away for a minute. You were uh, you were on a cruise. Congratulations. You're married. Thank you. Yeah. Married it's- life. Now it's the married life, dude. It is. It's. Uh, it hasn't been too bad so far. Um, just still cleaning the house from the wedding stuff almost a month ago. But just getting stuff back on track, life back yeah. on track. But uh, what is uh, what would have what what were some of the cool things you saw on your cruise? Like what are your favorite places oh, you man. went to? We did well. First off, we did four stops. We did went to Grand Cayman. Oh, nice! We stopped I went there. It's that was pretty nice. Yeah. Did you do the Rum Factory tour, the Tortuga <sighs> tour? I didn't. We're, we're so lame. We just <laughs> you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, this would have been so that would have been so cool. Okay. But, no, she just does the shops i just follow their lead i guess <laughs> uh the second stop was honduras Ooh, nice that was a cool one third stop was belize and fourth stop was cozumel uh they were all very very nice places to go see and my favorite two were probably the last two though yeah um especially the shops yeah, There's a lot of a lot of like cool shopping a lot of handmade stuff i was gonna say i saw your pictures and i have to say my favorite one of the favorite things I saw you get was a lucha mask. I did, yeah. So Indianapolis Colts lucha mask, and um, I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at some because they sell them by the bag there. Like, really, like ten dollars, ten dollars. Here's a here's a bagged lucha mask. It's the craziest thing, really, and it's so casual. But yeah, they're just there. But nice quality, like it's made nice. It's decent quality. Like nice. I, if I was still wrestling, I would go out and wear it. Oh really, um, dude? I can't wait to see. It'd be it. worth it. It's uh. My head's a little big on the Colts, but I try to put it on, and it only goes up to my first chin. <laughs> it just rests on my first chin. But um, no, it was cool. There was a lot of like a lot of nice handmade stuff. Like there was a Spider Man, yeah, um, like a Spider Man Luchador mask, Venom, like all these different comic book characters, which I thought were really cool. Uh, backpacks, I got like these. These handmade totem things that had nice. like different football teams. Yeah, I saw that and stuff like that. It was just, it was a lot to take in. Like, I wish I had more time at each places, each place, but you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty limited. But yeah, it was a uh, very enjoyable, very nice. enjoyable trip. Nice, nice. Well, welcome back, dude. Happy to be the back. show. Missed you. I miss podcasting the, so much. Uh, I try to sneak my stuff on board, and my <laughs> wife, wife was like, "Really, you're gonna podcast on our honeymoon?" I'm like. <laughs> 
I'm opening up my suitcase. No, not <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Who put this in here? Wow. What's... <laughs> Look at this brand brand new portable microphone. How did that get where, in there? Where did that come from? I, I bought and him a new set. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Yeah, it was funny. I tried. I tried valiantly, but I failed. But it would have been pretty sweet to kind of get little tidbits from the ocean. You know, yeah, like I, you just kind of uh, here. Here's my two cents, and then we plugged it into a show. I had a plan, like I had a plan, like yeah. I don't. I didn't want a podcast when everyone's out and about, like all the other cruise people. Yeah, I would do it late at night when everyone's kind of either drinking at one of the bars in yeah. indoor bars or sleeping. I just go out, go sit by the water, and and just talk, just talk. Yeah. Give, you know, thirty minute episodes and 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 whatnot, just to do you now to keep up with everything. But uh, I mean, in hindsight, I, I obviously didn't happen. But in hindsight, I think it was good because it was it was nice to take like a like a week break. Yeah, I love grinding. I love grinding at this stuff. Yeah, I, I get it too because sometimes when like when I go on trips, I don't get a chance to do any recording. Yeah. So then it's just it reminds me of why I love it. Like I come back having missed it, and and usually I come back gung ho. You know, just like really. I've been getting super gung ho. Like it was like the first day I was back, I did the Section Six Wrestlecast. Like Duh. literally three hours after I got <laughs> home, I was like, I got to get this out now. Bags are just sitting out sitting everywhere. Pretty much care. didn't clean anything. I, mean, I might have washed a dish or two. Yeah, and then I was like, I got to do this. You know, I. Just I just have to, but uh, you know, a week off was just really nice, and it was refreshing. Put things into perspective for me, and gave me probably even more drive for doing this. Yeah. Um, did you get to catch any wrestling at all while you were out there? No, they didn't have any wrestling. They had uh, Super Bowl was hot. they showed it in the theater, but yeah, you did get a chance to see that. That's they, pretty sweet. No wrestling at all. Um, kind of kept up with some of the news. Yeah, as I was gonna much say, as I could. You didn't miss too much. You know, you know, every time they're getting ready to come up to some sort of event that's because on the road to WrestleMania, a lot of the shows there's a little bit of buildup, but most of the storylines being told to try to lay ground for what's coming at WrestleMania. Yes. So again, you didn't really miss too much. There was some crazy stuff that happened, like the whole thing with Becky Lynch. Uh, getting pulled out of nowhere by Vince McMahon playing the old school. I love it. I do too. And here's the thing: I was gonna actually, I was gonna write a piece for the for the blog, and yes. I still may. But it, it was my opinion. It was like my thoughts on this whole thing and what because originally when Becky Becky Lynch started going with this toughness, and they they tried to turn her heel originally, and it didn't work. No, Everybody loved her. Not at all. And it was almost like those bells went off in their head. They're like, oh, we're coming back around. These fans want a little bit more blood. They want a little bit more attitude. We'll give them something fresh and new. Uh, but we're just recycling Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mr. McMahon, which I'm cool with. Yeah. Because it, it was such an injection of like um, creativity and just this what wrestling needed at the time. And I feel like that's where we are now. Without a doubt. I mean, side, side, bit, side tidbit too. Austin <laughs> gave his like thumbs up like approval oh yeah i heard it for it you know he was like all about it he goes this is cool yeah you know he's so that's a good sign yeah it's this is the first fresh and new thing i felt since they went yeah. with this fresh and new direction yeah 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 because i mean we th- I, everybody was seeing was is looking for the three-way match you know oscar uh lynch or rousey lynch and and charlotte flair yeah um and Right away, McMahon comes in and says, I'm not giving you what you want. So already the fans are starting to hate him again because you know how it was when he comes back. They still cheer. They love him. It's just this old school legend coming back from those days. Yep. But now he he's gener- he's literally generating heat, like genuinely. Like there, people are like, what the hell, dude? Like, stop. And I I'm, think it's I think the, my favorite part is the out the the outrage. Like <laughs> us, you, you know, you and I and yeah. And 
fans that are maybe not the, the they call them you know the smart marks. Yeah. But a lot of like I just call say true fans, true, true fans, fan of yes. wrestling. You know what a I mean? True fans understands it. Yes, they know what's going on. And yeah. The people are getting outraged. Are I'm just like laughing. Yeah. Because yeah. I know what's coming. Yeah. You know that people got to understand psychology. It's it's so important. I, I love psychology. Yeah. And, and anything. It was actually one of my favorite classes that I took in college before I flunked out twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta. It's the emotion, the emotional roller coaster. You gotta build, build yeah. up the excitement. Yeah, bring them down. You, you gotta poke the bear. Yeah, it's like, to get like, like an react. orchestra, like orchestrating the crowd. You know, you have great ring psychology happening when you got the crowd following along, like they're on a roller coaster. Like there's the whoa, and then they're this is awesome. Yeah, you know, and then they're screaming and cheering and like, and it's all about playing the psychology, playing with their emotions. Just by acrobatics and body movement and telling a story in that way. You know what I mean? And this is the other part of it, the creative part, where on the other side, they have to tell stories where, okay, so Vince isn't going to go in there and fight her, right? Uh, Rhonda and Becky technically shouldn't be in the same ring together without wanting to tear each other apart. Right. How do you stop that from happening immediately? Here comes Vince. And so this is that kind of storytelling, you know? And as a true fan, we understand both. We can watch what's happening in the ring. It's kind of like somebody who watches UFC all the time. Somebody comes and watches UFC for once, and it's not a, a, a knockdown, bare-knuckle fight, but they're just grappling. They're yeah. bored. They're like, this is boring. But if you know what you're watching, you're watching move, counter move, this, that. It's like watching chess. It's That's the appreciation. And as fans of wrestling, we have appreciation for what we see. And we have appreciation for this and yeah. the history, dude. The fact that this is happening, it feels like we're 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 right back there again. It feels good. It does. And and going back to the point of like the fans and stuff too. Uh, imagine how awkward it would be if if nobody reacted the, the way they did. If they're like, okay, yeah. Charlotte Flair's in the main event, and everyone started like cheering or like people weren't outraged. Like, yeah, I, I miss I miss that feeling of, you know. Why are they doing this? Yeah. You know, why why is it like yeah. this? But it's it's happening again. Yeah. I think the last time I really felt this way was the Daniel Bryan thing. Uh his, you know, his whole build up going into WrestleMania, I think it was thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. that was an absolute amazing build up. And it pulled at every heartstring, triggered every emotion mm-hmm. along the way. And it w- the payoff was huge. And I think the payoff for this is gonna be even bigger. Oh yeah. I think so too. So. And so they know what they're doing, dude. I mean at first, and that's the funny thing. We become so, to borrow a, brain, a Daniel Bryan term, fickle, that we start to criticize after a while. We're just yes. like, what are they doing? Do they know what they're doing anymore? These guys are horrible. And then you realize, well, yes, they, maybe there was things happening here and there, but they always write the ship, no matter what. They always write it. And that for some reason, there's something about McMahon where just as you think he's tripping or slipping or falling, he takes that next step. And yep. you're just like, holy crap, this dude just can't stop. It's. I, I think people, yeah, have forgot to just sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Heck yeah, dude. That's the most important thing. Yeah. So I think one of some of the biggest stuff that's been happening uh, this week, this past week, really wasn't on Raw or SmackDown. Uh, it was mostly what was happening outside of the ring. Uh, did you see this whole thing with Jimmy Uso and and uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. Wow. I I was very shocked. Um, it's not a good look no. ever. No. Yeah, I mean, especially too, because the Usos' whole gimmick is shtick is their brotherhood. 
Yeah. And what one does may affect the other one. Right. You got to look at it that respect, too. But uh, for those who haven't heard, it was a drunk, drunken incident. Uh, Jimmy uh, said something to a cop and everything. They were pulled over for drunk driving. Yeah. So they both have been drinking, Naomi and Jimmy. Naomi was driving. Cop pulled him over. And as he asked her to step out of the car, (laughs) Jimmy jumped out of the car and started squaring up with the cop. Yeah. I want to know, did he yell, welcome to the Uso Penitentiary, dude? (laughs) I won't like no, can but you he got imagine? welcome to the state penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know Naomi's real name. I saw it in this article. I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." I didn't know that. Obviously, she's a Fatu, but like, I didn't know her. She, her, she had a different first name. I thought she was actually Naomi. It's Trinity, right? Uh, Trinity, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, it was. Um, I don't know, man. Not a good look. So no. the the psycho Sids though are whispering that this was kind of an you know on purpose they're trying to get fired by the wwe is that sad? what do you think about that i don't i don't believe that i i don't believe that i mean nah, that's just psycho sid going psycho huh i think so that's what i'm thinking <laughs> i mean i usos have been like a staple and mm-hmm. the like they have no reason to want to leave yes they've been kind of doing the same thing forever but their job is guaranteed they're going to get work they've never been hurt um and they always consistently get a crowd reaction uh, I don't see AEW be, being interested in them personally. You know, jump, jumping ship to try and leave. I, I don't see. I don't see that. It, I think it's just it was just a legit a poor choice on both their yeah. parts. Yeah, one of the things I'm seeing here is that uh, I guess their contracts are up in the end of April as well. The Usos. Oh, so I don't. I can't see that they're trying to get fired. It's only a couple of months. If they really wanted to end it, they would just say we're not going to resign and we're going to try to go for AEW. Yeah, you know. Um, because that's what people are expecting with uh, what's his name Ambrose. Ambrose, he didn't now, resign, yeah. and everyone thinks he's going to go. I guess he's really good friends with the Young Bucks and those guys. Like he's been, he's been, they've been around the block once or twice. So uh, that'd be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, but dude, come on, Jimmy. I know. <laughs> come it's, on, Jimmy. It's uh, too much yeah. Mandy Rose on your I, mind, bro. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> it's just it's a shame because. I mean, I can't, I can't speak because I'm not in that financial situation. But right. man, if if I was making that money and having that kind of attention, why, why would you want to risk ruining your career, ruining your life know, over, dude. over you know, a risk like that? I see it far too often. I know with celebrities, athletes, all the time. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't know firsthand, you know, what they're going through, the experience of being on the road all the time, and yeah, they could be, it could be something going on there. You know, you just don't know. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of pressures and a lot of things that when they're not in front of the camera, you don't know what's happening. Yeah. You know. Um, speaking of AEW, though, man, they've had crazy past like two or three weeks. They've been signing people like crazy. Um, they had the ticket uh, announcement party, like. Who has ticket announcement parties that go nuts? Like yeah. everyone shows up for them and then it streams on the internet and it's got however many stream, you know, views and and then the announcements they make are some of the biggest names in the world that are that are joining. Like yeah. they find it was announced, we all knew it was happening, but Kenny Omega uh is now with AEW. Biggest addition. Yeah. Uh Sunny Kiss, uh the Lucha Brothers. Yes. Um they got a decent sized roster right Jungle now. Jungle Boy, do you know this guy? I never heard of this guy before, but then when I looked him up, you know who they said he is? You know who Luke Perry is? Yes. His son. Really? That's what they say. 
I don't know if this is just Psycho Sid's going psycho or if this is for real, but I never heard of the guy, so I got to look some of his stuff up. Um, but yeah, they. I mean, it's it's going to be a big deal. And when I talk about the uh, um, the ticket selling party, it's because they're selling tickets for their next pay per view, Double or Nothing, in Las Vegas, uh, which may, sold out in four minutes. As soon as it went on sale, astounding, astounding. Yeah, I think they said that it's eleven. It, it, the capacity was eleven thousand six hundred. Um, what else was there going on with that? Oh, and they're doing Starcast two that weekend as well. Yes. How awesome would that be to try to go to that dude? I know. I would love to. I would love to, but I think it'd be. It's possible, man. It's May, May twenty third through the twenty sixth, in Las Vegas. We can be a volunteer. Let's Maybe. just offer to it's be the volunteers. day after. It's the it'd be the day after my wife's birthday. Two days after mine. If, yeah. As long as it's after hers, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be big because they're already announcing all kinds of people. Uh, I saw Sting will be there. Um, you know, Jerry the King Lawler. It's almost like the who's who of anything in wrestling ever. Yeah. Uh, then the big name dropped yesterday or the day before. Huge. Yeah, two days ago. Uh, Undertaker. Yeah, with a hefty. Hefty price tag. What were you saying? How much was it? I believe I read that for an Undertaker appearance for an hour is $25,000. Oh, my God. The guy who booked it made a funny comment, I guess, that saying his wallet will rest in peace. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome, dude. But it is so awesome. I, 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 I actually, I mean, could you imagine being able to? to make that kind of call. I mean, let's look at his perspective. If somebody pays $25,000, the dude's getting paid. If somebody does not want to pay his rate, the guy has money. He doesn't have to go anywhere. He can stay home and relax. Yeah. That's like classic veteran move. I love it. He's awesome, dude. So (laughs) I also saw they got Hitman. Brett the Hitman Hart will be there. Uh, It's crazy. Anybody who's anybody will be there, man. There, it's oh, yeah. The it turned out really good. Wolfpack will be there. It's coming out. It's it's turned out to be really good. Uh, they're changing. Yeah, changing wrestling. Dude, Arn, Arn will be there. JJ Dillon, Barry Windham, Tully Blanchard, Tommy Dreamer, Magnum names. TA, Joey Ryan, David Arquette, Colt Cabana, <laughs> Conan. Dude, this is Terry Funk, bro. Rob Van Dam. That's huge. We got to try to go. I don't see why we don't like why if you, if it's not if it's not possible for you then you know obviously yeah. but if it's possible let's try dude let's roll out there that. hardly kayfabe podcast absolutely it's a wrestling event I'm sure we can convince Johnny to go I, I wonder if uh, I wonder if they're selling tables at the event like if we could put post up there that would be cool <laughs> <laughs> we've got somebody sitting in the room listening and he's just cutting it off he's like nope <laughs> no. Not happening. Too expensive. Out of the budget. Yeah. We'll be there next year. Starcast 3. That's Put it on the calendar. That's right. See Harley Kayfabe. Come see. We're promoting it now. Hold on. He opened his wallet and a fart came out. <laughs> well, we are. Pro- We're announcing it now, though. So come check us. We will be at Starcast 3 next year. Yeah, be there. You heard uh, it here first. Harley Kayfabe podcast. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's going to be a pretty cool weekend. And um, that I, I'm definitely in for watching that double or nothing. Because if it's anything like all in. It's going to be fire from beginning to end. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, But yeah, dude, AEW, they're they're, uh, they're definitely making waves. They're doing stuff Uh, right, too. Yeah. I think the next thing that we're waiting on is to find out uh, 
TV, right? TV what, schedule. What kind of TV yeah. they're going to have. Hopefully it's on a decent hour, not like one of the morning, like uh, Ring of Honor was on some, on like <laughs> the local Fox network. You know, it's like an yeah. actual, like well-produced uh, show network. Dude, so. if All In was that, like those guys know how to produce. When you see what kind of production that was, and that was their first time doing a pay-per-view, good Lord. Yeah. It looked great. It was so it was amazing. Clean, it was so very polished. good. Very nice. Everything top to bottom worked on that show. Easily. Uh, coming up, though, we're talking now. Uh, Elimination Chamber is tomorrow. Like I said, they've just been kind of building up to this to kind of do have a little fun with the elimina- Elimination Chamber. Uh, Johnny and I talked about Elimination Chamber in regards to, like, was this one of the ones that uh, you enjoy, like Hell in a Cell? Or or is it one that you, you know, yeah, once in a while, you know? I, I liked the... Um... I liked it when it wasn't an event. Yeah. I liked it when it was once one one elimination chamber a year. Like I said, I always like to preach when it comes to wrestling. When it comes to a lot of things, less is more. And then oh, yeah. I think, right, they have, I would imagine they have multiple. There's no, is it just one? Is it just one elimination? No, okay. If you just have one elimination chamber. Oh, yeah, there's match, more than one. Yeah. Like, the years that they were doing Raw and SmackDown, like that, that was just too much for me. You have one big one and it means something. Yeah, uh, you know, going back to the very first one in two thousand two, I was just watching highlights of it uh, yesterday. You know, it was the first one and it was the only one at the time. You know, for a whole year, and I I enjoy the Elimination Chamber match, but sometimes the pay per views. I think where it's positioned in the in the year on the road to WrestleMania, it's there's not very many satisfactory endings is just kind of finishes with more questions you yeah. know so yeah and then we got to think to ourselves is this going to play out down the road and oh they really did know what they were doing with yes. this or is it one of these where like some of these past pay-per-views we've had we're just kind of left going ah. <laughs> what Take, the? yeah this what is like crown the, jewel did we just yeah <laughs> taking, a crown, taking jewel. a crown jewel uh so let's go uh, if you want we'll go over real quick because this yeah. is gonna be a shorter episode we yeah. know johnny's out and uh we got a lot of stuff we got to be discussing as well sure i am um, on the wikipedia yes sir all right we'll start off with the first match i'm guessing this is pre-show yes sir buddy murphy versus akira tozawa singles match for the wwe cruiserweight championship yeah i think buddy's still on fire so i think they're gonna he's gonna continue to hold it maybe until wrestlemania yeah and whatever's going on in their storylines i don't watch 205 live uh whatever's going on there we'll probably see the changing event because he's had it for a, a little bit now right quite some time yeah he's had a nice stretch of of matches and victories summers so. SummerSlam was that when he got it i think so i feel like it was SummerSlam. i think so I... so i'm calling buddy murphy to hold this one down all right yeah i am as well i'm as well i'm gonna stick with him My, like i said it's a not a throwaway pay-per-view but it's yeah there's something bigger that can happen at wrestlemania exactly it's just a build-up too really uh, next up is the first tag team uh, or the first elimination chamber match of the night is the tag team. Now this is kind of cool though because it's for the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. I like the stipulation. Yeah, that adds a whole uh, a brand new interest for for me. So here's our thing. Here's the teams. Okay, we've got Nia Jax and Tamina, uh, the Riot Squad, uh, who is Sandy Moore, uh, uh, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. Sorry, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan, <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, the Iconics. Uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks and Naomi and Carmella. Is Naomi going to still be Ooh, in it? That's a good question. I was just thinking that, too. I was like, yeah, maybe not uh, so much. Oh. She might just hurt Carmella. <laughs> yeah, right? What's happening oh, here? Oh, boy. Uh, but it's for the tag team 
champ, first ever women's tag team champion. For, this is going to be a history making thing, right? So, do they do they put the belts on somebody just to get a story going, or do they put it on who truly deserves to be the first ever women's tag team champions? That's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting call because nine times out of ten, I think the first. The, the inaugural champions. I mean, we haven't seen too many inaugural belts in no, our time. Rare. Um, the inaugural one, you know, the first champions is usually a, it's a feel good. Like, hey, you deserved it. Like, right. Like we all remember when when McFoley was awarded the hardcore yeah, title. Like, yeah. wow, you because you know, he deserved it exactly. You know, you you put your body on the line to entertain people, and here, and yeah. he didn't hold it for very long. But <laughs> the fact that he had it. Um, Finn Balor, when he won the Universal title initially, yeah. I know it didn't last very long. Because of know? injury, yeah. Yes. But that was a feel-good moment. Finn Balor works hard. He's been working hard forever mm-hmm. uh, on the indies and in WWE. Despite his size, he's very believable still. It was a feel-good story. I think for this one, the feel-good story is Sasha Banks and Bailey. I agree. I think that's who they're going to give it to. Uh, However, it's kind of weird. Uh, so the, what's been happening in the storyline the past couple of weeks is they've been doing this thing where the women have had matches against each other and um, the tag team matches, and it was to to basically say who what order they're all going to be in and who would be who to face off right in the yeah. Elimination Chamber. And two weeks in a row, Sasha Banks got – quote unquote injured her arm hurt or leg hurt that she couldn't tag in for almost the entire match and Bailey single-handedly won both matches right so it's all I feel like yes this is the feel good but I think they're also planting seeds for that crazy split up of best friends later on you know that that whole uh, rock and roll express kind of thing which I hate to say, I think the timing's bad. Or the like, rockers. I, I, yeah. So, I, <laughs> they're both the same, kind you know, of the, same. The, uh, the, the Rocky guys, the guys that rock around. The guys with the rocks. The rock uh, and rollers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like they should, but obviously they're, I think they're going, they don't do stuff without reason. Yeah. Nine yeah. times out of ten. But I think, yeah, I think for sure it'll be Bailey and Sasha Banks. I'm, I'm interested in seeing this match. I got to tell you, to see all of these tag teams against each other in the ring. You know what I mean? It's going to be interesting. Uh, next up is Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor in a handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. Oof. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. I don't know. I I think they're going to give it to Finn. I personally think that uh, because he's been again. It's one of these things where he's been fighting for so long now and so hard, and he, and. The E want to make sure to hold him. Yeah. They don't want to lose him. Yeah, you got to keep make him happy. And he didn't get the belt from Brock, which could have been a believable win, the way they that they put on that performance. That was great. Uh, but he didn't get that. You know, he hasn't really gone after any kind of belt recently, and, and he's just been kind of throwaway. He's always been in these kind of Stuck matches. like Elias and the I Giants, you know. Corbin. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Giant picking on the small man. Yeah. McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. So I think we're going to see Finn Balor overcome the odds here and pick up that belt. I hope so. I, I honestly think if there is a feel good match here, like moment that could be, you know, aside from the women's one, yeah, this could be it. Cause yeah. I'm looking at the rest of the card and I don't yeah. see any other. Feel good, um, so you need potential. to have something right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'll go Finn. I can argue Finn. Finn Balor. What yep. do we got next? Miz and Shane McMahon uh, and the tag team. <laughs> For the SmackDown Tag Team Championship against the Usos, McMiz versus the Usos, who may not want to. Yeah, you know, I don't know. This is this... going to be interesting, man. 
they might. I don't do know. The, are they going to write them off? As in, like they uh, might job job the, them out real quick. Oof. As a, like a punishment. Yowzers. I think that's the best way to go. Because I mean, he's. I don't think he's in like prison. I don't think he's. No, in. no. He, he was arrested. He, jail, he was charged. Yeah. Um, Maybe for the so night he can or make, He can make the event, and I think they write him off. Yowzers. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. Or they go straight through and have a full match, full-on match, you know? Yeah. Um, but regardless, I, I think it's pretty easy to determine who wins this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see the Usos taking no. the belt, dude. I do not, <laughs> and I, that would suck bad if they, that was the intention, that they were going to like kind of get the belts back so that real – not to say real, but like we know Miz and Shane aren't a real tag team. Yeah. Come on. Uh but yeah, I think it. I think it's gonna just stay with them, Nick Miz. I think so too. Uh, Jay, Jamie, Jimmy. I know. For shame. Next up, Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot. This is interesting. This should be a good match. Uh, I think Rousey's still gonna win it, obviously, because she, I think we're gonna see her lose the belt at WrestleMania. Yes. But Ruby Riot is the interesting part of this. So that it's almost like are they really starting to get her in your mind to say that she's strong enough to to actually contend for this run? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a big deal when you go up against for the championship. Yeah. I mean, even it, if you're not booked to win, you know, right. it's still I mean, a big deal. Everybody looks back at John Cena's first title match with Brock Lesnar back last 2003 as like, OK, people, you know, he's good. He can do this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're, they started building him upright. And within the year, he was United States. I think the within a year, I think he was United, he was a U.S. champ. Um, and this this has that feel of it because Ruby Riot is incredibly talented. And yeah, she is. She's when I when I watch her, I'm just always impressed. Yeah, she can take some shots, too. She, I've seen her take some stiff shots and bounce back like it's nothing yeah so this is uh this is a good one yeah. i i like it i definitely yeah i agree with you rousey's gonna retain there's bigger plans for her but for ruby riot this is a uh this is like a it's a stage to shine right now pretty much almost like a, a milestone quote yeah. unquote you yeah. know okay if you could do this you're we're gonna invest in you yeah so uh the next match here is just kind of uh oh for God. me is a nonsense match no dq match this and and especially I'm hoping this is not the lineup. Like I hope this isn't the way it's actually booked because if this is that late in the show, this is going to be a waste of time. This should be towards the beginning of the show. It I just be, I'm telling you, it could be like a viscera spot. What, what we call in the business the viscera spot is that slow down right yeah. before the big main event. It's yeah. going to be crazy. Um, so I, it, it probably this car probably won't pan out just like this. But yeah, bro, the Strowman Baron Corbin match, uh, no DQ. Um. I just don't care. I don't care about the Strowman Corbin thing that's been happening. I know they keep they're bringing back Strowman. They're trying to push him again and yeah. give him that that push again, which is fine. But it just doesn't like who cares with Corbin? Yeah, if you like a win over Corbin doesn't mean no, not a thing. Anything like it doesn't mean what it did when he was was the U.S. champ when he was on SmackDown. You know, wrestling and, and stacking up wins. It just doesn't mean as much now. Yeah. If it was Drew McIntyre, that'd be a good match. A no-DQ match with Strowman. Yeah, I know. Why is he off the card? Yeah, I don't know. He's not on the card at all. There's a lot of people not on this card. But again, you know, you have how many pay-per-views a year. Yeah. And, you know, and so many people on your roster, they don't all get a chance to do no. anything. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Strowman obviously because they're still giving him that push. Yeah, push. Yeah, push for the main event. And this is and then speaking of the main event, uh, if it's not well, yeah, I can't see the women. Oh, it might be. Do you think they'd make women's tag team the main event? 
I think that'd it's, be more. It's entirely possible for me. Whoa, I was gonna say I think it'd be more more enter, like exciting than the men, the men's one. But the men's one's gonna be good, especially after this past week's SmackDown, dude. Do you see anything about this, or did you? I've seen it? a couple clips, bro. Kofi Kingston. Now Killing we it. already know Kofi Kingston is one of the most underrated stars. I mean, he's amazing. We know this, but like they had a gauntlet match for to see who was going to be, you know, the last out or whatever it was. The I forgot what it was. Uh, whoever lost was going to be in the, you know, has to face off at the beginning or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, so it started off with Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston, and that match by itself went almost 30, 40 minutes. It was insane. Um, but then came out Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Kofi just kept going, going. Taking, went for about an hour, I think, or if yeah, not more. Yeah, a little bit over an hour. It was like uh, hour 10, something like that. That's taking impressive. bumps and taking shots and high-flying and, dude, and he wouldn't stop. It wasn't like he had a lot of rest periods. There was times where he's knocked out, locked down and laying there, but not that much. They didn't give him much time, dude. No. He's, uh, uh, he's got a benefit from that, too. Uh, you know, next man up. We all, I mean... We all are pretty hyped to see that Mustafa Ali oh, in yeah. this match, but unfortunately for injuries, he had to go out. So, I mean, Kofi's stepping in, yeah, and he, he's making the most of an opportunity. There's already reports that he's got, like, people are like, wow, you know? Yeah. Kofi, good for you for, for doing this. That you know? reaction on Twitter next day was I, all I saw from all kinds of wrestlers, and not just in the E, in other promotions was just like, y'all see Kofi? What the hell? Like, yeah. Kofi's the man. Yeah, don't sleep on Kofi. But we got Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston, Kingston going for the WWE Championship. I still say Bryan holds it here because if it's going to be lost, it's going to be at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's gonna. I think this will be an entertaining match. I really do. These are some great, hardworking guys. Um, it's a very talented mix of people. And if you look at them, every single one of these guys go one hundred. Like none of these guys comes in and gives half. And they each have different styles too. Yeah, I think which is like important to look at. Yeah, um, different style. Like a, a styles clash, pun intended. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it usually it sometimes makes for a really good matchup. I yeah. mean, you got technical guys. You got high flyers. You got. You know, Orton, who's pretty much well-rounded. Uh, Samoa Joe, who's just an absolute killer. Beast. So it's it's a good combination of people. It will it will be a great match. You know, there are going to be a lot of bodies flying around oh, that chamber, sure. too. Yeah. But I think D. Bry hangs onto it. Yeah. There's only, like, the pre-WrestleMania Elimination Chambers, I've only, I can only really remember two notable ones that, that the title changed hands. And that was... Uh, Chris Jericho winning it from Undertaker oh, when Shawn Michaels right. kicked him, and Bray Wyatt won it just for a storyline with Randy Orton, you know, and and that's it, that's it. I think the the momentum is behind Daniel Bryan though, psychology wise, to the point where Dee Bray walks out with it this show, for sure, for sure. So it'll be an interesting elimination chamber. We'll see if we're right. Um, that's all I got, man. I got nothing else. On, I'm tapping on, out. On yeah, the, I'm good. On the mat, leaving it all out there. Blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, for Matt Johnson, this is Chris Chavez. And uh, Johnny? Johnny, are you out there? <laughs> Count us out. One, two, three.